My name is Robert Green Goswell, Robert Carslach. Have you ever heard tell about Bobby Bob? And the name of this programme is Claire Nagale, in which you'll hear one part in the English language, as Angie Nishu Clash and Arnelia Sagilg, and in which you'll hear another part in the Manx Gaelic, Chinyanamera, the mother tongue of Ellen Vanning, the Isle of Man. As Barat and Jurish. Uh, David Robertson gave us a lengthy quote about Peel Castle from Captain Francis Gross, who'd visited the island in 1774, 17 years before Robertson's return visit in 1791. Robertson now tells us he's going to quote the work of George Waldron, and this takes us on to a piece of history which has become, well, it's a bit Chinese whispers, it's become perhaps a bit distorted, not least thanks to one William Shakespeare. Ons Dracula to Arthur Homewood a Horsleden er Lucy Westenra, Roshmavis Fargal a Hoffinek Ernest Grothersheese. Lord Janair to Nolu van Helsing, Lordrish Arthur Machon and Tre Hjarne Arthur Lesniart Garu, her Sulvai Lucy, Trevi Briach J de Horpegi. We start with a tune known here as Commachan en Reche and used to accompany a dance, but that's one of Dr. John Clegg's translations of the lyrics in English, Keep the Old Petticoat Warm, which Paddy Tunney sings for us. Tashu Geishach Rish Radio Vanning, Stashu Nanashun, Viskoller Mskalia by Dulish Alan Vanning. As I was going into the fair of a tie, I saw an old petticoat hanging up high. I took off my trousers and hung them up nigh to keep that old petticoat warm. The rotity out to the oddly doodle, little 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 dumpetly. The rotity out to the oddly doodle, little little The petticoat fluttered and made a loud noise. It flapped and it flounced and lost feminine poison all round the flounces it wrapped my cold rays. I'll trousers, I hope you're in farm. The right to the out to the out to the middle, little 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 the night of the wedding there was a big son. The father he's dead, he was shot with a gun, and the neighbours maintained was no harm. Paddy Tunney, whose parents were from joining farms, but one was in County Donegal and one was in County Fermanagh. Now let's look at David Robertson's quotation from George Waldron about the history of Peel Castle. It was in this castle, he says, that Eleanor, wife to Humphrey, Duke of Gloucester, 
uncle to King Henry VI and Lord Protector of England, was confined after being banished through the malice of the Duke of Suffolk and Cardinal of Winchester, who accused her of having been guilty of associating herself with wizards and witches to know if her husband would ever attain the crown and other treasonable practices. And so we look into the history of that. This is Eleanor Cobham, born in Surrey about 1400, who had been first the mistress and subsequently became the second wife to Humphrey, Duke of Gloucester. They kept a lively court, apparently, in Greenwich. Humphrey was the youngest son of Henry IV of England. His elder brother became Henry V, and, as mentioned there, Humphrey was uncle to Henry VI. But Henry VI was only nine months old when Henry V died. So Humphrey, Duke of Gloucester, was, as it said, Lord Protector of England, and Lord Protector of the Young King, and a member of a ruling council. Ta fissem drawi doli dutch de chor barant on um de bollach egen treschen, son de chor barant uns lied a rachlitz de famer tigelus. As tam be shield in the velu, no bodu chor barant on um nish, er no on the velu tigel force. As fuddy de be imidi kirtnelia trenium giri us de chor barant on um trenabodu. As fuddy na jinu, as nak naiden dutch tigel force. Ach, higgen trae as neo cor sledden barnt on em de bollach, as neo tiggle mor de berg solus na grenia heen sy sheen na groot. Eish neo cor banach orum, by en toiach gesengera, as de lie heen, as as lie fyrelia, as as lie a wien wach jeeish hug me gelden de ginnins corda. As the jaru the jaru wainsche dut Arthur wain chriege, nim cor barant on it uns de choluach, ta fissem as tammy krell, de vel cri fi wujled, as tau de chara de jack, as vau de chara jeish. Niu morbalt. A song now about a spinster, the old young woman, er hen berchetan, who's from Hendre, and she goes to the fair at Bala, and she meets Sean Price. Beat the snow with our brand 
Cyn briod i'r dys y bach yn hendre with a song about Erhen Verchetan from Hendre, who went to the fire to fire a bala, the fair at bala. Renan alu credled a glen a scornach cyrt na ghe, mor de bech e'r chi lord, as fier a dorte. Vel cyd daw fenach rydd yn achchid. Son sigaris. Vel fysed dyr en bynas y westen ra chymna dutch olyw a chwyd salt. Chanel, y boch fi'n, remirius mwnnyn er. Ys er yn ôl dy fel i eds dy bolych, ta cerdod dy chor eich i mor salt. Salia mws dy chor cyd daw, dy liai peber yn y sgriw yn olyw yn un o lwsi. Cred mi, cynnau pigeir ys eifus em gyn o'r, ta o'r emws rysien bi sigr er ynach eich cordeil. Ta dylio emws yn siô, Gaw mi ad rôs mor aw ffysain dyr aw olyw liats na dynach law dior i benton rhyw, na dynach sŵl dior i dyn er ffoglyn ys stiachs yn anamec. Nym freilad, mae fys cyd ar sen, chabachiaat e i rwsfag yn ad ffos, ys nym freilad sawtio. Chyb i ffoglyr bi caelt, ys ond stre cwy, nym corad rhysdots. In 1435, Humphrey's elder brother, John, Duke of Bedford, died, and Henry VI was still only about 12 or 13 at that time. So, in the absence of other family, Humphrey, Duke of Gloucester, was now the heir presumptive to the throne. And, as well as being Lord Protector, he also sought the role of regent that had been held by his deceased brother, John. But the council didn't agree. 
Still, he was heir presumptive to the English throne, but by 1441 his wife Eleanor was anxious to know if he'd become king, so she went to two astrologers, Thomas Southwell and Roger Bolingbroke, and they predicted that Henry VI's life would be threatened by illness in July or August of 1441. Well, unfortunately, news of this prediction came to the ears of the king's guardians, and they too consulted astrologers. The young king himself had been alarmed by the prognostication, but was comforted by the new divination that there would be no such illness happening to him. So, that was all right, I suppose, but then things got very ugly. the sound of King Hjoli and more of King Hjoli later on.
Shun the Nashun to Radio Vanning as on short as you gaze Jachris Claire Nigel. Say Robert Cutting Carsel, Miss Robert the Carslach. Did the other hear tell of old Bobby Bob? Ah, stay arm Corsuans Cunyon Rish, the well Claire Nigel Master, heeding the podcast and Vistinte Radio Vanning as Vistrahatten Nasty. For this you Corsiach, Ernan Sontrud in the Degger Radio Vanning Heen, the Trud and Reich Yere the Yau Velshem, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Audible, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, na Alexa. As nun Jeruchu the Velked you Eschach Rish, Rish Palchevis Erna Scalimachic Radio Vanning Trud and Kraman Er Agert, Ernan Nidegger Radio Vanning, as Shen Rishacht Lai Lugdauve Ernan Scalimachoyacht. Now, the king's guardians went looking for the astrologers who predicted serious illness, and they arrested Southwell and Bolingbroke for what they called treasonable necromancy. And Bolingbroke named Eleanor as the person who consulted them, so she fled to take sanctuary in Westminster Abbey so that she couldn't be tried in a court of law. It's likely enough that the charges were exaggerated to either deter Humphrey Duke of Gloucester, if not to completely break his power. Eleanor was examined by a panel uh, of uh, people in in sanctuary and denied most of the charges, but did admit to getting potions from a woman reputed to be a witch, and that was to help her conceive, she said. Well, the upshot was all involved in... uh, The upshot was that all involved in any way were found guilty. Southwell died in the Tower of London, no doubt through ill-treatment. Bolingbroke was hanged, drawn and quartered. And the woman from whom Eleanor got her potions, she was called Marjorie Jordemain, was burnt at the stake as a witch. Eleanor herself had to do public penance in London. She had to divorce Duke Humphrey, and she was condemned to life imprisonment. Lord Arthur Ma er van Helsing, ta kid ad jinu mor bait, tam i genachtan lorish grey shoulder vel me jinu shen yinach mwernin er chunta maije, ha jinum borra ort lash fashion der a hicken tre cui. Hias a shan allu sus as dorte de throm kushach, as tau kart, be peen on ay nullu, a chene peen inrachen vison, chamu bein peen shaw and first jerry. Be fae morin, as orsnes, as orsnes moon all you mail you been, Kostna trud ustia gort, rosh mavishin rostia and ustia milish. Ach, signed on ve dunnel sacree as now sondach, as kulina kurmine, as be all you the mai. Ren me cadler er eishach on shamer Arthur and the shen, Hajach van Helsing the liachorer be. Haya huggers vai mordebeche frelara magirtan tai. Now, this is the lament of an exile from Brittany, Guez and Aliad, written by Yuan Guernig and sung by Andrea Arguil. Show me 
and Aliad, the exile's lament. We'll hear from Andrea Gouil's daughter later on, in fact. Gherawir you a shilia jane chamer, anji valusi na lais a chofinec, skelt herish les blain a garliad fai, ren skeliena, truts or a lilies a rose, rash drosha mach erinli. Llorla mina hawker. And now lies feet main fower. So train gaz exeter, Jonathan na chadla. Te jain the veach javen and trailers chaijint. Ach na yai cray ward eder and tre shen, uns whitby is ulu and tail rome, Jonathan ursul gin nyacher bijay. As nish, pushtris Jonathan. Jonathan na horner, na fartius, birchach. Meisher a choloch, Meisher Hawkins marrow was on luggage, as Jonathan, as Temeliega, as Fuddy the Ginnie are the day, are the day. Lenyach, Fuddy the Ginnie Briach, Jim Machion Shaw. Scrooge cheese for Sulu. Tamias Cleachter, lesh a screw yerem. Chich ernevis gin dine, Lurish Burgess, now yerkit. 
Maso fully de beg ai mai de lure of yoge rish les rutus on chenazulio. Well, let's go back to what George Waldron has to say about this. Sir John Stanley, then Lord of Man, had the charge of Eleanor, and having conducted her to the island, placed her in this castle, this is Peel Castle, where she lived in a manner befitting her dignity, nothing but liberty being refused. She appeared, however, so turbulent and impatient under this confinement that he was obliged to keep a guard over her, not only because there were daily attempts made to get her away, but also to prevent her laying violent hands on her own life. They tell you that ever since her death to this hour a person is heard to go up the stone stairs of one of these little houses on the walls constantly every night as soon as the clock has struck twelve. But I never heard anyone say they had seen what it was, though the general conjecture is that it's no other than the troubled spirit of this lady, who died as she'd lived, dissatisfied and murmuring at her fate. Well, a grand story, but... Is it right? Now we heard Tom Alexander playing his accordion last time, the second attempt as it was. Here he's joined by Brother Jack with a song by James Scott Skinner, The Bonnie Lass of Bon Accord. Who is this lass of Bon She's the special girl we dream of every day And now we pledge with one accord Her precious love we never will betray So raise your glass and say Slangy that and we'll drink To the girl we love the most Raise your glass of wine to mine And the last of one accord will be our toast this love of yours is just like mine No last could be as beautiful as she If she's the one your heart adores Then your last of one accord she'll always be So raise your glass and say Slide your heart and we'll drink To the girl we love the most Raise your glass of wine to mine the last of one accord will be our Wine 
Well, James Scott Skinner wrote that song in 1884 about Wilhelmina Bell, known like our Mrs. Harker in Dracula as Mina, and that was Tom and Jack, the Alexander brothers, singing it. William Shakespeare gives Eleanor fine speeches in Henry VI Part Two, and Sir John Stanley has a speaking role too. A sheriff says, Sir John Stanley is appointed now to take her with him to the Isle of Man. And Eleanor says, Stanley, I prithee, go and take me hence. I care not whither, for I beg no favour. Only convey me where thou art commanded. Why, madam, says Stanley, that is the Isle of Man, there to be used according to your state. That's bad enough, says the Duchess, meaning her state is bad enough. That's bad enough, for I am but reproach. And shall I then be used reproachfully? But Stanley assures her, like to a duchess and Duke Humphrey's lady, according to that state you shall be used. Now perhaps Walden took his cue from Shakespeare. In fact, Eleanor was imprisoned in Chester Castle from 1442 to 1443, in Kenilworth Castle from 43 to 46. She was in Peel Castle, but only from uh, 1446 to 1449, and then she was moved to Beaumaris Castle in Anglesey, where she died in 1452. Van Sierveis Finiau Krampus Fitrom Hushach. Herau och Shinhin, as Nasharventen on Shen, on Shen. Shan Charen Rege as Exeter, a Gentachege on Sloning, as Dunyaser as Lien Reger at John Paxton, Echteren Shezerko Vestich and Lai. But Jonathan as Mishnin Shadu Laurelau, as Janishin the Rown in Garasher, a Smoovin, and Ulboin. Hengshin back as a valley the cune, gull er bruscus corneal per kide. But Jonathan smunny in the bechis simoil thou gulls jacks a rorish tamult, must all heishin shees, ach, her au veg a cuspeg the lion shen, as ve jean the ve rear trimshach for denach a lesh fag and quildin care follum von, hug a orange smunny in er a hair follum stye. Must all jirishin the shulshin shees piccadilly. For Jonathan Goyle Graham Jean Ermarai, an acht yinache on Shan Len Rosh Majach Migaskol. Cornish Hammered Dulcim, a player, Carenza, with a piece known as Michael Turner's Waltz. Uh, Michael Turner, I think, was from Sussex. Uh, but actually, the tune was published in 1788 by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. It's KV 536, the second of his six German dances. 
Jonathan Ach, she Jonathan Vaughan, as e ma wunia sesha. As chyrau en er peche bir en fagin sin, as begummelien de renad, ma so renchin siwr oin. Fa mi gin er beneg fyr elen, un zed vwr mor cwyl chart, fan a sai uns Victoria chaw mwyd e siap Giuliano, tre deini mi Jonathan greima ma rai chwtion, de reni gortach mi, as durte de follets in en lega, my ye! Tammy him neck, the kinjach machon Jonathan, erno de vami goilal de gin tame neeragach enyach corbura ersen rish. Maso hin demi de de tavi, was vrimi jay in the vaughn ve corbura bura er. Ve fee glass, as ve gin round a sulinega bucha mach, mor delye on zachim as delye on zindus. Now, Eleanor's story appears in 1896 in Manx National Songs as Lament of the Duchess of Gloucester, with lyrics by A. P. Graves. Under the title it says, The Crime and Penance of, Elizabeth, of Eleanor Cobham, Duchess of Gloucester, 1441, is a matter of history. Her banishment to the Isle of Man is related in Shakespeare's Henry VI. The tradition of her banishment and her imprisonment in Peel Castle rests on grounds which are by some considered insufficient. Now, these are the first two verses of the song as written by A.P. Graves. I once was a duchess of honour and fame, my lord, good Duke Humphrey of Gloucester by name. Fair Ellen, fair Ellen, the pride of ladies all, in court and in city the folk did me call. But our gold sun declining, with shameful rebuke they imprisoned and butchered my good royal duke, and witchcraft I practised to spill their life-blood who Humphrey of Gloucester did kill. Now this suggests that she was seeking revenge for the murder of her husband Humphrey, but is that right? Well, off to the liberties in Dublin now, where Kevin Conniff describes the pride of Pimlico. Come all you broken-hearted ones, and listen to me lay About a lovely damsel as fair as any may Who's caused much tears and sorrow And grief and heartfelt woe It's Kitty Quinn I'm speaking of The pride of Pimlico It's just about a month ago unto this place she came And sent her heart all blazing up in love's undying flame And made of every other lass about the place a foe Because she took their sweethearts did the pride of Pimbley go Poor Paddy Burke the tailor now he can't do a stroke of work Nor Billy she the handyman nor steady Jack McGurk 
And if you ask the reason all they'll answer you is Oh, it's all because of Katie Quinn, the pride of Pimlico And Murphy the teetotaler, he has gone upon the spree And Kyo the whiskey drinker, now he's drinking milk and tea He's given up the Jemison, likewise the power and row Because his heart's distracted, be the pride of Pimlico and even came the miser that no one could get round And young Tom Ray who owns the fortune near a hundred pound And Matt McCann whose father keeps the Irish waxwork show A raven night and day about the bright of Pimlico Well it's time the police are to it or it soon will be too late Or divil a man in all the coombe will have a solid pate Or soon beyond in Ridley's always sight of awful woe You'll see ten thousand victims of the pride of Pimlico. Kevin Cunniff and a song about Kitty Quinn, the pride of Pimlico. And that was written by Arthur Griffith, the newspaper man and in 1905 founder of Sinn Féin. Now, Eleanor's trial and sentence came in 1441 for being involved in what was described as treasonable necromancy regarding the life of Henry VI. Humphrey, Duke of Gloucester, wasn't a party to that, though many resented him because of his position of power in association with his nephew the king. Six years later, though it was, in 1447 that he was arrested for treason, whatever the strength of that charge was, but three days later he was found dead. Now, some said that this was through poisoning. But certainly that's rather than being butchered back in 1441, as suggested in A.P. Graves' lyrics, where, as we heard, imprisoned and butchered my good royal duke. So that's what A.P. Graves made of it. However, A.P. Graves continues with Eleanor's story now. But of black arts convicted, down each London street, they made me do penance, enwrapped in a sheet. Barefooted, bareheaded, a taper in hand, the like ne'er did a lady before in the land. Break sad heart, and perish, here ends not my pain. My sentence, a captive for life to remain. In Mona, lone Mona, long years I've lain bound, where the desolate sea smites my dungeon profound. Rene Blake er dunyal yawr shang, le stroin mor gob as far we'll do as fezeg birachege, va goil tast in yis, jen yin wech. Gijian ve jian uri, nach rene fagin than yisjin, as masov a shilly mai em er. Gene jesh van edenege, ve cry as jowl as solyrach, as van a fieglen moore ben ege, as for Fieglen Moore Benegger, the Gian Erna Spener, Erno the Round the Melenegger, the Jerg, the Gibbach Gorusen Egberg. Drail Jonathan Rich Blake er, Derra va me foal the Ginnache goil tas the jay. Vaalem the Ginnache goil the Hulk jay. Gamaleshel vaalem the Ginnache goil the Hulk jay, as age in Hufergach as Grainer. Frimey J. Jonathan and Orve Burrich, as Dregger A, as they G and the Rowy Smunion, the Rowish Fissem, Machiona Cushes Vega. Novello Fagan Quaiton, 
Chynel fi'n dwrt mi, chynel enne mer, gwoi ton. Te'i dîn dy dwg yn ansŵr ega greyn daw, ys corer craw mi. Son dwrt ei mord na bech fys ega drawi mis, mina velor rys, sy'n dynia hyn. Now we heard Andrea Arguil earlier. This is her daughter Nolwen Corbell with a curious little piece. It's in Breton, but it's about a young Native American called Yakari. Corbell, with a song in Breton but about a young Native American, produced, I think, as a fundraiser for an educational project for children, Rêve de Gosse. Skronel veder au a bach mean aglitas, Rosh Ridenach, aglitas the moor. Tammy Krell, er nonna de rau mischer veger, de ye liar, as de homosuse heen, de berge er sinkale schies. Hanier lish blager. Hank dunya mach as an shap lesh min jeg veg, as huggi den ven egg, ren imman er shulesh. 
And the final verse now by A.P. Gray's Ring out, ye wild seabirds, my knell to the skies. Outworn with her sorrows, here Eleanor dies. Receive her, receive her kind earth to thy breast. A poor banished lady at last hath found rest. But again, whilst it makes a fine tale, we know that she'd left the island in 1449, and she in fact died three years later, in the Isle of Mona certainly, but in this case, Anismon, or Anglesey, where Beaumaris Castle stands. Now, from this Thursday afternoon, the 11th of May, at 3 o'clock, registration is open for the language and society in the Isle of Man. You can go online and do it pre- before then as well. It's the conference at the Eye Museum in Kingswood Grove in Douglas, and registration and participation is completely free. You can register for the conference in person or through Eventbrite. And if you can't attend in person, you can register to participate by Zoom. Now, this is the initiative of conference chairman Dr Chris Lewin, who you heard in Gullas Gagan. And it's through the University of Galway in association with Manx National Heritage. And after the Thursday evening, it'll run throughout Friday and Saturday, the 12th and 13th of May. In just a few minutes, we join Dave Moore for the Sunday chill-out from 7 to 9 o'clock, and at 9, Judith Lay opens up the late-night listening lounge for sundown through into Monday morning. We close with King Shirley again, but keeping it in the family because they're playing tunes by my son Gilno. Until the next time then, this is Robert Cutting Carl, Robert Carslach. Old Bobby Bob. Wishing you a very good night, Eve. I'm a creer you as or as me year and shared you, will you?